Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Easy, back with another episode of the Nice and Easy Sports Podcast. What's going on? It's been a minute. You know what I mean? I've been gone for a little bit. I just thought I'd give y'all a little solo episode, you know, just to catch up. As some of you know, um, I moved from Delaware to Portland, so just been chilling out on the West Coast. So um, after this, nice to be back and everything, but I just thought I'd just give y'all an episode and give y'all a run on everything I've been up to. Um, Just some stuff I've been seeing going on in the sports world and just take this time to catch up and see what y'all been going on, uh, what's been going on with y'all so y'all can see what's been going on with me. You know what I mean? It's definitely different out here on the West Coast. Real different, actually. Uh, Have a lot of grievances. Have a lot of grievances, especially in the food department. Uh, Portland is very lacking. I might be missing some spots, things like that. Of course, I ain't been here that long. I moved out here in December, so been out here for a good minute. I mean, had to chase a job opportunity that took me away from the 302. But, you know, I mean, I'll always be back. Delaware will always be home. It's definitely not going nowhere. So, you know what I mean? But just thought I'd catch up on on everything with y'all. Been real busy here recently, you know, uh, with the new job and everything, trying to get adjusted to the new city. So been very busy, still trying to be active with my recruiting and everything, trying to keep it coast to coast, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Just been real busy, just learning a new job, staying in contact with sports in the East Coast. I've been, I definitely missed a lot of high school basketball games just with the time difference because um, I was watching Laurel Seaford, Woodbridge basketball, um, just staying up with those three teams and just, Oh, man, it was rough just trying to keep up with the time and everything. It was a couple times like Seaford or Laurel would be playing and and the game would be on at like 12. I'm still working, you know, and and the game was already going on in the East because it's a three-hour time difference, especially on the weekends. So, you know, the game start earlier. So a lot of times I might just catch an alert on Facebook, just waking up, game already started. I done missed the first half. But um, definitely was some good basketball um, this year. You know, it was definitely three good teams in the Hen Loop and South. I felt like, you know, Seifert had the longest run. Um, Woodbridge did pretty good. They was a little light body-wise as far as, like, roster, I would think. But, you know, they they didn't give no excuses. Definitely let a couple games slip. Um, But shout-out to my guy, Jew, for getting a coach of the year in the South. You know what I mean? Me and Jew went to Goldie together. Been my guy for a minute. Uh, I didn't know him since like 2008, but I, I mean, I knew of him because he played basketball at Tech and Seifert, so I knew of him before. But when I went to school with him for that three-year run, definitely was my guy. So you know, I'm always gonna pull for him. Hope he do good in whatever endeavor he does. So shout out to my guy Jew, man. So um, you know, Laurel had a pretty good year. Um, Javi scored a thousand points. You know that's always good to add a a basketball to the trophy case. You know what I mean? It it it, it comes few and, and far in between. So, you know that's definitely an accomplishment that he should definitely be proud of. Um, you know because it, it's not many in there. So shout out to him. I mean they had a good little run, and of course Seifer went to the Bob fell short, um, but they definitely got a lot to build off of. 
Um, I think they went to the Bob two years in a row. So, you know, I mean, they fell short two years in a row. But young, you know what I mean, talented, battle-tested, you know. And those young guys that's battle-tested, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make them even better next year. So, you know, definitely expect Seifert to be in the running. I'll probably have another group in the top three players in the state again. Um, I forgot the freshman, um, his name, but um, definitely have seen him play. And if he grows a little bit, he's definitely, definitely has a lot of potential. Um, and then you got uh, Brent. He's, he's tough. would like to see him get a little bit more aggressive. But when you got a team that's that deep, I mean, it's not really a bad thing that you can just let everybody work themselves. So, you know, but if he get more aggressive, um, being that he's going to be the man again next year, you know, because um, uh, the one senior that plays on the wing, he, he's graduated. He's tough, too. Um, I think his name's Ty or Tyrese or something like that. He's tough. You know, so Seifert definitely had, like, three players that you could probably put in the top ten players of state this year. Um, again, they fell short. Um, I don't know what all happened, but, you know, things happen. So, and Delaware need to get a shot clock too. A lot of other states have shot clocks, so I don't know why Delaware just doesn't get it. Cause you see so many teams like, you know, if there was a shot clock game, a lot of games wouldn't even be close. Cause if I come out and play good basketball the first ten to fifteen minutes of the game, and then we go up by like seven, I hold the ball the whole second half. So I just take my my chances on winning that way. I'm going to hold the ball. We're going to pass it around, make you come out. And if we score a couple times here and there, we can keep the lead. So I think a lot of the underdog teams and a lot of um, upstate teams, they are very good at that. Especially, like, I don't know if St. Mark's does it anymore, but I remember, like, when I was in middle school and when I was in high school, like, teams would play St. Mark's, and it would be, like, the lowest scoring games of the year because St. Mark's would just hold the ball all day. And then they were just so good at it, you know, if they get out on top of you by 10, it's hard to come back in those situations. So, again, I would like to see Delaware definitely get a shot clock uh, for basketball so that way um, it just make the game more fast-paced, make it more fun. Of course, it would be more scoring and stuff like that. But, but sometimes you get in the second half of these games, and the games are just so boring because these teams that are not as talented, you know, if they get a little lead, it is what it is. And, I, and I'm not making excuses. It's always been this way. I'm just saying from my personal point of view, I would like to see Delaware get a shot clock personally. Um, so on the March Madness – Oh, man. Sorry my Kentucky boys killed some of y'all brackets. You know what I mean? They uh, they haven't really dominated like the last two years. Especially, we didn't even make the tournament last year for one. And definitely haven't dominated the SEC like the last three years. Like, I'm used to them dominating the uh, SEC. So, like, it's always back and forth between Kentucky, Tennessee, and Auburn. You know, whoever's up that year. Or Auburn or Tennessee, who has the more senior-laden team between those two, are usually better between the two. Even though Cal has went, like, he still gets the one and dones. But he also... um, he also has been getting the grad the grad tra- transfers for like the last three years, which has kind of to me been setting us back a little bit. Because I mean, some of the grads the grad transfers the bigs be okay, but it's just like some of them guys I I just don't know. Um, but again, 
Coach Cal, top five coach in the NCAA. I mean, not the last three years, but, you know, um, I think it'll come. I'm just waiting on Duke and Carolina fans to come sit next to me because I feel we got some space on the couch for y'all, man. I definitely don't want to see neither one of y'all win. If anything, I just want to see Gonzaga win because, like, technically my job location is located in Spokane. So if they win, they probably going to have a parade so I can go to the parade. So now uh, I'm riding uh, Chet. Come on, Chet. You know what I mean? Get this uh, this chip so I can come to Spokane to celebrate. You know? So it, it'll just be a, a trip for me. So And I experienced something I never experienced before. And, and I know how these, uh, these schools get when they win national championships. So I can only imagine how it would be. Um, if they brought the title home to uh, Spokane. And Chet Holmgren probably could be the number one pick in the draft. So, you know, I would like to see him. A lot of people hate on Chet. I still don't get it. But I think I think he's tough. I think he's a dog. So, I think he's just frail, a little skinny. But, you know, they said the same thing about KD not being able to bench 185 in the draft. KD probably ain't bench 185 since anyway. And he, he a walking bucket. So, I think a lot of that just be overrated and stuff like that so um yeah so on to the nfl man matt ryan i don't know if you just seen it matt ryan got traded to the colts i believe so um yeah sorry baker i know that that was your trade destination don't look like it's gonna go that way for you um and that's bad too like baker don't have a market to where like the texans took everything but you like, they could even just threw you in the deal. But they didn't even ask for you. The Colts rather have Matt Ryan, who been in the league a minute than you. So that just kind of tells you where Baker's stock is right now. And and realistically, can you be mad? It's like it's like Baker Mayfield. You get, you get OBJ and Jarvis Landry, who their first three years broke NFL records for catches in a season, I both I think they both had over 288 catches their first three seasons in the yards were like record setting or like top five in record setting. I know catches, those two broke the record for the first three seasons. So that was when Jarvis was on the Dolphins, OBJ's on, on the Giants, which I think he got blamed for a dwindling Eli Manning too. So I just think he's, he's just a scapegoat for a lot of people because you see when he went to the Rams, he was still productive. Super Bowl champion, scored in the Super Bowl, even though he did unfortunately tear his ACL. But, you know, I'm definitely glad he, he, he can be called a champion now. You can't take that away from him. You know, Baker's still out here. He he might be the worst quarterback in the division now. I mean, besides, like, Mitch Trubisky, I, I'll, I'll give him that. But he's not better than Joe Burrow. I don't even know why Skip Bayless be even arguing that anymore. He's not better than Lamar. He's not going to – so, and then – if I was Lamar, I'm happy. What's his name got the money? Because now he really going to get the check. Deshaun got the money. Lamar going to get the money. Baker thought he was going to get the money because he was talking about Mahomes getting his contract and how it was so good. for It was good for everybody but you. You left out. Sorry. But back to Baker. So you got Jarvis Landry, OBJ, record setting their first years. You got Austin Hooper. 
who was a pro bowler before he got to the Browns. He gets released, what, last week? Jarvis gets released. Now they're trying to bring him back because they got Deshaun Watson, who's a good quarterback, and they know he can be productive with Deshaun. Um, Who else they got? They got Najoku, who wanted to trade, but now they just franchise tagged him. So he's pretty much there. Which, if I'm him, I'm not. I'm not mad at all because now I'm the number one tight end. I got Deshaun Watson coming in. Duke Johnson just threw some shade at uh, Baker the other day about the train crashing and burning, which is crazy because like you did get on that man for asking for a trade. Now you trying to demand a trade, but you have no suitors. Um, who else? You got uh, Nick Chubb. Who who's been a rushing leader? And oh man, who's the backup running back? Oh man, I can't. Uh, that was on the Chiefs that they have now. That was also like top three in rushing before he got in trouble and had to go to the Browns. So like it's like if I if I'm a GM, what haven't you already had that I can give you that I can give you to make this work? Like I really don't understand. Like, you've had it all. You've had more weapons than most. A lot more weapons than most. You don't think even Daniel Jones will want them weapons. And he's not even the, the best at all. Like, but, I mean, he hasn't had the weapons you've had. Who else? Who else could have had those weapons that... Mm, I don't want to say Mitch Trubisky, but... But yeah, it's it's a lot of people that would want OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Hooper, Najoku, Nick Chubb. You know, uh, and then also have a backup running back who's made the Pro Bowl and been top three in rushing before as well. It's like as a GM, like I, I, I can't give you anything unless you were going to Tampa Bay. But, you know, even their, their stock was dwindling as far as they're not going to be as loaded as they were last year. I mean, of course, because Fournette, if Deshaun Watson had went to to the Falcons, he was going to the Falcons. So it's still up in the air probably on Fournette. Um, then you have A.B. gone. And then um, listen, uh, man, you got Evans, of course. And then, what's his name? Uh, he tore his ACL. So, it's... And they franchise tagged him, so... Uh, I'm sorry for saying what's his name, but I'm just having the hardest time. And I don't have my wingman nice with me right now, so... I'm just... And, and that's bad, because he's the Delaware guy, too. But it'll come to me in a second. But, yeah, so even Tampa Bay is not even going to be as loaded. The Chiefs going to be loaded because, oh, man. And and everybody trying to knock them, talking about uh, it's not going to go through them. If they, if they get the defense right, which the defense has been by far, and I said this before, the Chiefs defense have been – has has been overlooked for so long because their offense was always so good. Even though year that they won the Super Bowl, they were a bend but don't break – uh, defense, you know, Sorison is a is a is a big safety. You know, they got uh, Tyron Matthew, but even when he went down, you just saw how bad they were. I mean, Mahomes did throw that pick at the end of the game that was forced, but you know, um, I mean, they were still one game away. 
then things happen. So I don't think the Chiefs are going anywhere. I think they'll they'll still be good because they still got their OC, still got Ed Reed, and and you still got Cheetah, Mahomes. Like you, you can't count them out. And then with all the other other weapons they have, you know, it's, it it can be spooky hours. Uh, what else we got? Carson Wentz is a commando. Ain't no uh, commander, but whatever. Who cares what the name is actually? No, nobody really cares what Washington's doing. Um, really don't. I mean, Carson Wentz is an upgrade from what they had with Heineke, but it's like the Colts were so much better the year before with Phillip Rivers to where. Yeah, when stats wasn't bad, he threw, what, 27 touchdowns? I think he had, like, seven interceptions or something. Way better than his year before. But the the step back that the Colts took was so drastic, especially that one – the one time when they lost where he just turned around and just threw the ball and it got picked off, like, like Wentz. I mean, if that's what Washington wants, thank you. I mean, I don't know what y'all want to do, but, you know, I think that they – I think that that's definitely an upgrade that they could – Definitely compete with the Eagles for second place. Yeah. Yeah. Second place is always fun, I guess, for y'all. But, you know what I mean? But we already know who who's, who's coming back first place. It might sweep the East again for real. I mean, which I ain't going to say much because they just so disappointing in the playoffs and starting to get on my nerves. And, and, and they really hot, had me hot for a few weeks. Like, it took me a while to get over it. But, again... It is what it is. It's football. We live this cheer for them another year, I guess. So it is what it is. Um, and people uh, keep asking me, like, how you feel about Amari Cooper? If we could got more than a fifth and a sixth round pick for Amari Cooper, they would have. Um, Amari Cooper makes over $90 million. He makes top five money, but he doesn't do top five things anymore. I mean, the first two years, yes, he did save us. When we got hit of Dez and we had um, Michael Gallup was a rookie. And then um, and we really we had what Tavon Austin and a few other guys, and we were terrible. He did come in when we gave up those first-rounders, and, and he saved the season. But since then, who's going who's gonna to give you a first, second, or third-round pick for a guy that's going to play 10 to 12 games? Then the 10 to 12 games he's going to play, he's going to play hurt. His ankle always hurt. So the games he do play, he hurt. And now he complaining about not getting the ball. Because CD is really the number one option now. I mean, Cedric Wilson, happy you got your money. Totally happy you got your money. Because Cedric Wilson been on the practice squad. Like, people just think like like he just got around the Cowboys organization. He been on the practice squad like four times. You know, last year he got a little bit more of a chance to shine. You know what I mean? Played good. You know what I mean? Balled out this year. But he's been around for like six years. He's been around a good while. Um, Connor Williams gone. Thank you. He's a real drive killer. Uh, wasn't really mad about that. Um, Randy Gregory I was a little bit indifferent on because, you know, for what we got Randy Gregory for, Randy Gregory was supposed to be a top 10 pick when he was coming out of Nebraska. Failed drug tests. We got him late. So what we would have paid for him, if he didn't fail those drug tests, he wouldn't even be a cowboy. It's like some of, it's just like with, with CD falling to us. Like he fell to us, so we got him. 
It's just like Connor Williams. I thought he was going to be a steal because he had a first round grade on him coming out of Texas. So I admit I thought he was a steal when we first got him. We got him for cheap. It didn't work out. He started 50 some games holding. You know what I mean? So we got rid of him. Okay. He he went and got what, 13 million from the Dolphins, something like that. I don't I don't really know. I don't really pay attention because I don't care. I mean, Lorel Collins, same with him. He was supposed to be a top 15 pick. He went and drafted because he was accused of of having something to do with his baby mom or something getting killed or like a pregnant girl getting killed and it ended up not being his baby anyway. So they waited till after the draft to bring out that information, but that, that he didn't have anything to do with it. So he fell in the draft for something that he had nothing to do with, was cleared of it, everything. Went to the police. I guess he told him everything that he knew. Woo-woo. But they didn't wait until after the draft to clear him. So he went from being a top 15 pick to being undrafted. We got him for, like, and I think the Cowboys got him because they paid him more money. So they got him for, like, 500 k at the time, which is, I guess, a lot of money for an undrafted free agent contract. So they've got him for dirt cheap for so many years, and now his market's higher. I mean, Terrence Steele. Isn't as good as him, but he was serviceable. He, he didn't do bad at right tackle. That's why uh, Collins didn't get his job back when he came back from suspension. And he's not good pass blocking. With Steele, he comes from Texas Tech. You know Texas Tech since the days um, when Cliff Kingsbury was the quarterback there. Before the coach, they pass block. You know, the biggest thing with him is getting into the run blocking. I don't think he's as good as Collins, but I think he has the potential to possibly be. I mean, maybe McGovern can fill in that role at guard for for um, Connor Williams and get that shored up. But realistically, they need to think about left tackle still because if anybody keeps falling on uh, Tyron Smith, it, it, it really doesn't matter because he's always hurt. Somebody's always falling, rolling up on his ankle or his shoulder or something, and he's always hurt. So I'm not really mad at the moves right now. I, I do hope we get Bobby Wagner on the back end. Um, but but you you just never know. And and to bring up Matt Ryan, it's like Atlanta. Like, what are you doing? Like, you must be going quarterback in the draft because you couldn't even get Deshaun Watson to come home. I mean, he's not from Atlanta, but he's from Georgia. Like, he'd rather go to Cleveland in the snow because y'all didn't want to pay a little bit more bread. You should have gave up the money to where Deshaun, do you know how 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 sold out that stadium would have been on Sunday if you had got Deshaun Watson? It would have been crazy in there. Now, you'll never know. But, again... Uh, so they got to be gone because they didn't get Deshaun Watson. They just traded Matt Ryan uh, to the Colts. So are, are they going to get Baker Mayfield maybe? Uh, I wouldn't. If, I, if I'm if uh, i Pitts, uh, I'm asking for a trade, and I've just only been there one year. But, you know, Baker's stock is very low. It, it's, it's very spooky right now. So, But, again, not much else really going on in the NFL. Uh, Von Miller. Um he went to the Bills. That was, um, I, I definitely feel him chasing that money, especially when you start getting to the world's end of your career and you play in the trenches. Why not chase the money now? He got the Super Bowl rings because he got one with Denver. 
because uh, he won one with Peyton, and then uh, he just got his other one with the Rams. You're a two-time Super Bowl champ. You know what I mean? Get that money on the back end so that way when you and your golden years, you're just collecting checks. I mean, I wouldn't take no sh- short change just to say, stay somewhere and, and then, you know, because I, I don't know what he did with his money. I ain't going to count his pockets, but I'm just saying it, it's just a smart move on the back end. Um, yeah, but other than that, being out here, man, I kind of miss my NFC East fans, man. You know, I walk around with my Cowboys stuff on. Nobody says Cowboys suck. You know, that's a little weird. They always talk about me. I mean, talk to me about like the history of the Cowboys. Like, oh, I remember Emmitt Smith. Uh, like, oh, shut up and, and just talk noise. Like, I'm not used to people being so nice to me. With my cowboy gear on. Usually, uh, cowboys suck. Dak sucks. Woo, woo, woo. So, you think Zeke's good. Uh, you don't win any playoff games. Stuff like that, you know? And then, to be out here, you just hear about them. And talk about Pete Carroll and the rebuild. And how much they're going to miss Russell Wilson. Like, bro. I get it. But, do y'all say anything nasty to sports fans? Like, I'm so used to, like, even, even, like, Washington fans, you know what I mean? Giants fans, you know, they always got something to say too. So I'm just used to just always. But it's like the Pacific Northwest, man, they, it's kind of different. It's, it's, it's real different. You know what I mean? It's a lot of Mariners fans out here, so they don't really expect to win nothing. You know, then you got Seattle, the glory days have been gone, and they don't even know when they're ever going to come back. So it's real diet out here, man. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's real diet sports-wise, at least to me. You know, I ain't been out here long, but I've been to a, a, a few bars and stuff like that. And also, bar, some bars are dog friendly, which is which is a little weird to me. Actually, I thought it was cool at first. Like I was, like, oh, I could bring my dog to the bar. Woo woo woo! Until I got to the bar, and like it was just this pit bull just sitting in the booth with its owner. And I was like, man, I wonder how how many other dogs' booties just be marinating in this in these seats. Like then I was like, no, nah, I'm not bringing my dog. Like, but. I might one day, we might go out party with my boy one night. You know what I mean? Just as I could party with my dog, but uh, I ain't sitting, we ain't sitting at, in the booth still. You know what I mean? He can sit in, on the floor and then I'll be at the bar or something. You know what I mean? Me and him hang out, watch the Cowboys next year or something. You know what I mean? But that was really different when I was just seeing dogs in the bar. I'm just in the bar and dogs in the bar. So um, that's, and then like dogs can go in the grocery stores, in some grocery stores. And they're not service dogs. Like, it's a lot of places you can take your dog. Like, the bank. People be in the bank with the dog. Um, and then it's, like, restaurants that just have bowls of water out for people that walk their dogs. So, they have, like, the outside eating or whatever. They'll just have bowls of water out for the dogs. So, yeah. You know, they really like dogs out here. Um and they're always in my dog face, talking to him like he's a person. You know, have a whole conversation with him. Don't talk to me. But have a whole conversation with my dog. And that's a little different. But, you know, yeah, I guess. But, again, Portland definitely needs some better food. Uh, I feel like I haven't had nothing with seasoning on it since I came out here. Definitely real bland right now. Uh, and, and the thing that threw me for a loop, I know this is not sports related, but Please, my viewers, please, please. Have you ever heard of a Chinese carryout not selling fried chicken wings? Please, like, 
I went I, I went to go in a Chinese restaurant, so you know what I mean? I want some uh chicken wings, shrimp fried rice. Anybody that know that, you get your four wings in a white container with your rice. You know what I mean? I thought I thought all Chinese places had this. Maybe I was wrong, but I've been to a lot of I've been to a few states, you know, been to a lot of towns, and I've never seen the Chinese carry out not have chicken wings. It was like I, I thought he was playing. So he gonna tell me he had salt and pepper. So I said, okay. What's this salt and pepper chicken? So he gonna tell me, oh, it's cut up chicken breast that we batter and fry and then we just put salt and pepper on it. I walked out. Couldn't do it. If you don't got chicken wings, I can't eat your food. So I, so I was like, do I have to, like, I don't even want to say this because it kind of sounds bad. Like, like, where do I have to go? Like, where's the poverty so I can go get my chicken wings? Like, do I got to go into the inner city of Portland to go find somebody that got chicken wings? Like, I haven't had my four wings since I've been out here. And knowing them, if they got them, they probably cut off the wingtip, too. I, like, it's, it's, it's just crazy. Ain't no soul food spots out here. Ain't no Caribbean food like that. I mean, even that's bland. I had one of those spots. I didn't even remember their name. I mean, the barbecue is okay. And then even, like, the comfort food out here is weird. Like, like somebody was selling brisket and fried shrimp. I mean, it was it, it was good, though. I ain't going to front. But just a different combination. I wasn't really used to it. You know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? And then, like... You go to places, and you don't even see a Chinese carryout. Like, the Chinese carryouts, I don't even know where they, they're really at, really. Because, like, you'll walk past mad stores. I'd be like, man, if I was back home, I'd have passed about four Chinese carryouts. But, but they got tacos everywhere. Taco carts. Bland ones. No seasoning. Where's, at least, like, I, like, like I don't know. Throw some, something on it. I don't want to bite a taco... And it tastes like my mouth did before I bit the taco. You just biting air. And lettuce. Like, like, I'm just so frustrated. Like, that's my most frustrating thing with Portland. I mean, the dessert's banging out here. You know what I mean? They got the little cookie crumble place. They got some banging desserts out here. You know what I mean? But I'm not really a sweet guy. I like stuff to stick to me. As some of y'all know, I, I, I'm, I'm not a skinny guy. You know? So I'm just... I'm just a little frustrated with the food scene out here. I mean, the seafood is straight. I did have some shrimp tacos one day, and they were they tasted fishy. So, you know I mean, it's just it's this it's just real bland. I'm surprised Dane done lasted this long in Portland, eating the food. Like I couldn't have been rich and stayed here under even for the max. I probably wouldn't even take took the max just off, off the food. Don't give me no max money. I don't want it. Did I, then, you know what I mean? I, it's, just, it's just bland out here. Real, real, real bland. Then I tried to get some Haitian food the other day. It's vegan. Why? It's like, you know what I mean? Portland not the most black populated city. So I know it's not that much of my Haitian folks out here. You know what I mean? I, I'm from Laurel. You feel me? Used to hang out in Seaford sometimes, you know what I mean? So, I grew up with Haitians. Mostly of my friends are Haitians. So, you know, 
I've been eating Haitian food a long time. Like, I, I got so many Haitian friends. When I, sometimes their family members will start speaking Creole to me, not realizing I ain't been Haitian the whole time. You know what I mean? That's how, that's how many Haitian friends I got. So, for you to have vegan Haitian food, when there's not that many regular black people over here. So, I know it ain't that many of my Haitian friends. Why you got vegan food? Why? Why? It's like, just give me the real thing because it's going to be so hard for me to get anyway. Like, I, I, I just didn't get it. I thought I was going to eat good the other day for lunch. Mm, you're, you've been punked. <laughs> Psych. Nope. So, I, I, I was definitely upset about that. Been upset the whole time about the food scene out here. But I think if that's the biggest, that's just my biggest issue. Like, the city cool. I mean, I ain't never really seen this many homeless folks before. Like, like you see, like, tent deals, like, 30 tents just on a random block. Like, that's a little weird being in the city. And, and mind you, I worked in Wilmington, Delaware, so I'm used to seeing, like, homeless people and stuff like that. But I'm not used to just walking through, like, an, a regular neighborhood, and then it's just a random tent up in the, on the sidewalk, and somebody just in the tent sleep. And we not in, like, the city limits. It's just, like, a regular... Neighborhood, just walking, chilling, and you just see somebody with a pinch in the tent, you know what I mean? And they just chilling. So, Portland is definitely, definitely different from um, Delaware and just the East Coast in general. Rains a lot, so that's one thing I had to get used to is the rain. So, I think my immune system right now was A1, because as much as it rained and as much I be outside, I don't think I'll ever get sick again. So that's one thing I had to get used to. Cause I remember one like, my like one. It only snowed twice. Like it doesn't snow like that out here. And then if it does snow, like they'll get like two to three inches, and the whole city shuts down. So that's definitely uh been crazy and in in a little little different, but. Yeah, the rain's definitely crazy, but it's, it's starting to warm up now. It's been in like the fifties for like the last two weeks, so, and like their and like their cold isn't like as brick cold. Like it'll be like thirty here, and it's not like that that wind chill thirty like back home. So, it's it's just a lot different. But it don't really feel like I'm three thousand miles away from home. Like sometimes I just be walking. I'm like, man, I don't even really feel like I'm three thousand miles away from, you know, what I mean Delaware, but. Definitely miss my state, you know what I mean? But sometimes you got to chase stuff. You got to accomplish stuff. And, you know what I mean? There's a lot of opportunity out here for me. So, you know, I didn't want to live with any regrets. Had to go get it. But definitely following everybody back home. Again, just trying to keep it coast to coast. And nice to be on the next episode. So don't y'all worry. It ain't going to just be on me on here solo. I just want to talk a little sports, just catch up with y'all. You know what I mean? I haven't been home. I, I left December 20th, I believe. So I've been out here about a smooth 90 days. You know, so just wanted to catch up with y'all. Let y'all know we still out here. We got March Madness still. You know, I think this NFL offseason is going to be crazy. Um, 
So, yeah, man, we still got a lot to talk about. I don't really got much on the NBA, you know what I mean? But somebody need to save Melo. I hope he do something to get released so somebody can grab him so he can go. At least try to win a ring because the Lakers ain't winning nothing. Um, and Bones, he definitely going crazy for Denver right now. Um, definitely every time I can tune in to watch him when I'm not, like, just time stuck because I keep on forgetting time difference and stuff. Like, I definitely like to – and their games come on a lot more out here. Um, and right now, don't, the Sixers trade don't look too good. Yeah. It started out all right. Now it's a little hit or miss. So. I mean, but again, you know, it takes time to get chemistry. So I definitely hope they can bounce back um, and definitely get the everything straightened out. Because I don't I definitely don't want to see it just like be a first round exit with with such a good tandem with uh, Harden and Bede. I just think uh, a couple other guys got to come forward. But again. I ain't the biggest NBA fan, so it really don't matter to me who win it year in and year out. But, oh, yeah, I uh, want to do some shout-out. Shout-out to my boy, Coach Warren Wood. Um, check out his podcast, definitely dope. Um, I'll get you guys all the information to his podcast um, while you're waiting on our next episode. You can go check his out. Um, you know, he's always supported the podcast and things like that, so... You know, he found his lane in the podcast game. So, you know what I mean? Go check his out, too. So, I'd definitely be posting his information on a nice and easy IG page. Um, and, again, that'll be ramped up soon. Nice to be a – definitely will be on the future episodes and things like that. So, again, he's still around. He started a new job, too. So, you know, we're both, you know, just working out some kinks career-wise and things like that. But he's definitely out here grinding, ready to get back. Um, again, it's going to be a wild uh, summer, I think, for the NFL in the next couple of weeks leading up to the draft. And also, if you guys are interested in the draft, uh, Trace Hitchens, he um, he does, like, mock drafts and things like that. Laurel guy, Laurel football guy, um, professional baseball player, so... Who knows who guys are big in the draft? He does great mock drafts, great analyst work. Um, he actually spends a lot of time um, doing that. So I definitely be sharing his his um, mock drafts on the page and things like that. Like me and him had talked about it before. Um, I think he's about to get his podcast underway as well. So once he drops all that information, I have that for you guys as well. Um, he does great work. Probably the next Todd Mache. Uh, and Mel Kuyper, he he's really in depth. He he really takes his time and does his due diligence and everything like that. So don't think that he's just going online real quick and searching and things like that. He's really putting time in and um, getting that information to you. And he does a good job. Even though on his one mock draft, he did have a safety going third in his most recent one. That's kind of high for a safety. So I want to go check the safety out just to see. Um, what he looked like because he got to be tough if he had him third and he knows stuff like that so that just intrigues me just because I called it but uh, he 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 must be tough if he got him as high as third so um, again Trace Hitchens um, he does good work uh, Warren Woods podcast it's not just about sports it's about life and just you know um, insights on his thoughts as well so you know go uh Check them guys out. And I want to shout out my cousin Whitney. Her birthday was the other day. She's always supported me through life, everything, Um, my ups and downs. Always been down, 
uh, for Lil Cuz. So, um, thanks, Wit. Best cousin a guy could ask for, man. She's always been there for me since day one. So, her birthday was the other day. So, happy birthday, even though it was the other day. <laughs> but just wanted to shout you out, Cuz. You always, always been there for me. Always been my roly, so, you know. And happy birthday to my boy Tremaine. His birthday was the other day as well. You know what I mean? Wanted to shout him out. That's my guy. Uh, all the way back since Wolf Street. So, you know, um, support those who support you, man. Just always, always remember that. Support those who support you. Coach Wood again, he's always, he's always um, tuned in. So, you know, he has his own show now. So check him out. And again, um, once I get that information, I'll show you... Uh, I'll post a link on the IG page where to find um, his uh, information. Um, I think it's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, so go ahead and check them out. And again, um, if you if anybody needs any free advertisement, you know, I mean, Hunnett Wild's here. So I just wanted to keep it short. This one, because, you know, it's a little bit harder by myself. Appreciate y'all being patient with me and things like that. Um, but y'all have a good one. And I and we might be with y'all next week. I have to see. I have to bring it up with G. Um, I mean, with Nice to see how everything's going to flow and things like that. See how we can get our guests. Um, we kind of did figure out how to um, get us um, to record together, being that he's still in Delaware and I'm out in Oregon. Um, but we'll figure it out, man. But but yeah, I'm finally settled. And I figure he can get some stuff done, get back on the, uh, sorry, um, something just popped up on my screen. Yeah, so we can get back and rolling and things like that, but, uh, tune in, we're back. Um, again, just wanted y'all to catch up, say hello, you know, been gone for a minute, um, but I'll holler at y'all. Peace.